Episode number 188 of the Tarn Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, you've, you've, you look, I don't really know what to say tonight. Um, you, you've got, you haven't got your glasses on. It looks like you might have had a haircut or you've just been losing your hair potentially. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's probably, you know, you maybe got a little bit of mascara on those eyes a wee bit. That could be lack of sleep, however. Um, mm. Tell us, tell us how we are. And uh, what have you been up to? Good evening, Kyle. Hello, listeners. So I, I have had a haircut. Um, you can probably see as a haircut. I'm at that. I'm now finding that stage in life where when I get a haircut, I look more grey because it's like it's just like <laughs> everything. That's, it's just like you see, that comes out more. So I that, thought it was just the light. I think it's it is the light is 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 making the most of it actually. But yeah, and then these two little terrors downstairs are are uh, are causing it. Maybe they're making they're accelerating the change in growth. But no, I'm all what well. I'm that, well. What about that uh, that guy on your t-shirt? Who's he? It looks like you. That's uh, Mr. Jimmy Gracie. Big K champs. Yeah. Oh, I think you've wore this before, haven't I've said, you? I've, showed that, I've, I've said this to you before, and I think oh, that's class. Who do for the national cool champs? That's pretty sweet. Do, do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what we should have had? We should have. For the Davaway 50k, big Kyle Gregg as as a poster boy, yeah. That that would hilarious. bring all the boys to the yard. Tell you that for free. That would be hilarious. Um, but no, we're good. Um, very little to report here. We were. I'm. I mean, we'll come to training. How are you? How are you getting on? And Kyle, yeah. for listeners, Kyle is like two days off the back of directing the Davaway, so I'm. We're going to really dive into that this week as well. You know, you know, um, I'm I'm on sort of down down mode or off mode when I'm sitting on the sitting on the couch. Yeah. On TRS, I'm not in the office for this. This is like, this is proper amateur hour for me just now. Uh, but I have got my I have got my mic. Everything's still official. Um. Official, so, uh, but no. High quality. We we we've got a bumper episode tonight, folks. <laughs> um. You know, not only our re- well, my recap of the Davaway 50k. Uh, that took place at the weekend. We've also got the the, the short course cross country champion Ben Patrikas uh, on the show in about probably in 10-15 minutes. So um, and then also Tommy's got some some news as well that he would he wants to share. So you've got to milestone stay, news. Stay tuned, folks, uh, all the way to the end of the episode if you can if you can hold that that long. So strap yourselves up, get yourself your tipple. And uh, listen to us rambling for the next hour or so. Well, speaking uh, of tipple, Kyle, what 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 are you on tonight? I hope you've got a beer in hand. Oh, as a, of course I am. I'm we, on, we, I, I like this. I, said, I actually I'm, like this feature. I'm, I like... I'm taking advantage of all the you know all the people who DN did DNS at the Dava way, uh, and we had some beer left over. So I'm on what the Windswept, which uh, kindly nice. sponsored our beer. And we've had, we've actually had the, the it's what is it? It's a blonde, so a good old uh, blonde hoppy pale ale, and their motto is, which I absolutely love, is best when you've earned it. And I feel I have earned it tonight. Uh, I've earned yeah. it in the, the weekend, I think. So, um, but but I suppose that's kind of that's for the athletes and the runners of the race to decide if I've earned it or not. Um, yeah. But you know, I think based on the the reviews and the feedback, we what a, what an amazing weekend it was, and and as always. The Murrayway Ultras delivered in terms of weather. It was a hoo of a morning. Um, in fact, it was a lovely morning before the race. Clear skies. The moon was shining over the Dava Moor. Beautiful. The wolves were out and everything. It was phenomenal. Um, and then the race started as I was making my way down towards Forest from Granton. The, ra- the heavens opened. 
And you know that kind of rain that's just like, it's not just rain, it's like misty rain. Mm-hmm. The stuff that makes you wet, you know, whatever you do, although it's, yeah. doesn't, you don't really feel it, that kind of rain. So I was like, oh, God. Uh, but, I mean, you know, the weather gods, like, they, they were out um, later on in the day. Uh, the, the heavy, you know, the the rain just stopped and, and the sun came out and the blue skies appeared just in time for the runners to make their way down the Clooney Hill uh, into the down onto the orange carpet and through the finish. So uh, it was just an amazing day, really good conditions for the runners. If it was the day before, they would have had about a 20 mile an hour tailwind, which is a uh-huh. shame. Um, but I mean, I'll, I'll jump right in. It didn't it didn't stop course records from being broken. That's for sure. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll just go straight into the, the main overall result was John Anderson, who has been just on form throughout the Murrayway Ultra series. He's had a, a he's had two wins out of the series. I believe, let me let me get my facts straight here. He, he won the hundred, I think, uh, and the um, he won the coastal, I, I believe. So uh, yeah, and and then he, you know, I I've got to be honest, my money wasn't on John for the win for the Dav. I thought it would be too short for him, but he's been putting a a hell of a lot of training in, and uh, how old is John these win. days? How old What's is John that? these days? I mean, it wasn't. He's, a, it was, he's it an over forty. Twenty years ago, he was presenting gladiators, so he must or <laughs> the referee and gladiators. He must be on a bit well, now. I tell you what, he's aged well then. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but I mean, John, John's got an amazing story, and and I'm going to try and hold his story for when we chat chat to him in in the podcast, which he hasn't been running that long. And he, he was, um, I mean, he used to be over 14 stone. And now he's breaking records, wow. breaking uh, course records at the Davaway 50K. Uh, so he took the new record by, um, I think it was like eight minutes or something like that, from uh, our Met- Metro man, Alan Christie from last year. And he got the course record 326. And it was even a little bit longer than 50K. So... It's a phenomenal time. Um, and my childhood friend, Julian Barrable, who uh, is a Castorfin athlete, he's a Forest Loon, uh, who I used to hang about with in the, you know, in the back alleys back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. Julian Barrable, so great run from him in second place and uh, also ultra running uh, guy. And regular to the, to the scene is Grant Jeans, who got the third again, under the course record, along with John Hammond, who was in the, the Scottish team with me at the, the Anglo-Celtic plate. His, uh, his, his, his dad was also running. It also got the over 60 prize, although he's over 70. Malcolm Legend. Malcolm Legend. Malcolm Legend. <laughs> <laughs> Is that John's, John's brother? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's not his brother. It's his, it's his dad. No, over 70. All right, yeah, sorry. Wow, that's impressive. But yeah, so a great run from him. Um, for the girls, uh, we had Fa- Fanny Jeruko, uh, who took the win. Um, and she's also had a, a kid. So uh, she's she's had a, a daughter who haven't just turned one. So it's good to see her back in the scene, not just the running scene, but the ultra running scene. I, I didn't know she was a, a you know an ultra athlete. So great run from her. And uh, second place was Heather Inry. And third place was Lorna Robertson as well. Um, so yeah, it was it was just amazing. I, I, you know, hugely impressed by you know the number of runners taking part. We only had out of two hundred and thirteen runners, we only had one DNF, DNF, which is 
you know, quite unheard of in, in ultras. So I don't know if it's because the course is too easy or we just had, you know, just versatile athletes. In my opinion, I think it was because it's a beautiful course and you want you just want to see more of it, you know. Um, uh, but yeah, it was just an it was just an amazing day, and I've got to ha- you know a huge thanks uh, yet again for all the you know all the volunteers that helped. We had uh, o- over thirty volunteers t- helping out. Um, you know, at the aid stations, we had you know too many to mention really. Like some of the ones that have taken part in the race. Um, you know, Susan McCritchie. We had um, uh, Ken Walker was was helping out. Ali McBeaven and, and Karen were, were taking part. Ali, he was on the podcast, so he was at aid station two and just getting all the food ready for everyone. So no, I, I you know, I, I think it's it's an underrated event. Um no one really, you know, obviously the people who, who take part in the race will find out about it. Um but just in terms of this area in in the Murray, it's it's definitely something that you should um, you know, take a note in your calendar for if you want to either a do an ultra for the first time or b take part in something slightly different and, and maybe perhaps runnable as well um so the entries for all the races next year are open um so if you do want to take part just go to the the website and have a look it's moneywayultras.com uh so there you go tommy that's um uh, that's really it from the event uh and as i said we had active route supplying the 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 runners fuel and um and also windswept for the the celebrations where james wilson who works in 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 walker shortbread he supplied the shortbread so that was good too uh and we also raised funds for abby sparkle foundation as well which is a you know, a charity that was set up um for um abby who sadly passed away with cancer when she was um just yeah, as a kid so um yeah yeah it's a really special charity and uh yeah we we're hugely grateful to support that amazing cause as well so yeah other than that tommy um yeah i, I hope to still see you taking part next year one of them either the dava or the space side do you know what? every time we we talk about the dava way i always think ah, do you know what? i should the dava way i would like to do it one year and i know i've said this about hundreds of races on the show but the dava way is one i would usually like to like to do I like it. Well, hear that, folks. That's add that one to the to the notes, eh? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm interested to know. You must you ever you must stand on the sidelines and you know ultra runner and 50k is right in your wheelhouse. I'm surprised that you don't. You're not. You must have itchy feet, surely. What on a good day oh. watching folk run fast on that course? It's, it, I do like. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe once, uh, you know, after a few years, I'll just pass the reins over to to Debbie and just let her organise it and solely and uh i'll just line line you know line my carbon shoes up and and go as <laughs> fast as i can uh i've I've tried to convince debbie to maybe do one of them but um yeah i, I i'm not allowing her off the reins just yet until my races are are, are a slick oiled machine <laughs> so i don't think they're quite there yet but um no i mean it's i think we you know we've chatted about just the life as a race director and it's it, it's slightly different to 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 lining up at a start line. I still get really nervous doing being a race director. Um, when that gun goes off, it's it's not even a relief. It's kind of like I hope everyone gets to the end of the race, you know, and, yeah. and they're in one piece. So uh, yeah, it's but I mean everyone 
other than one person uh, who, who was okay, just um, you know, it was it wasn't their day. Uh, but yeah, it was it's it's really good to see. Just to, everyone's stories are different. I mean, there's people within the race who have been recovering from chemo and it's a first ultra and you know you just don't get these stories in 10ks or you never hear from them it's an experience these races not just for the runners but you know just life-changing as well and well you do get i think that's that's a broad brush you do get you do get people who who have had a rough chemotherapy and come back and do a 10k i mean i wouldn't Ah. don't get me wrong i've got huge respect for people doing ultras but i don't think you could say you don't have you don't have good stories at 10k no, I, no, no, I, I, you're right. Um, maybe I should have worded that differently. I think to to do something like an ultra is takes a not not for everyone. Everyone's a ten k could be something huge for for someone, but to line up and do an ultra for most people is quite hard and and takes a lot of training and um and the the number of people I spoke to at the event who had never done an ultra or even a marathon were was quite quite amazing quite remarkable uh and i i think i mean it, one thing i really you know i could even do a survey i suppose but i i i reckon at least 30 percent of the runners in that field had never done an ultra um i don't know about a marathon but i wish i took that stat you know as part of like the you know the registration process but um but anyway it's uh it's it's definitely you know it's you, you're right you know there's huge transformation life-changing stories from people who've just done a, a 5k or a park run you know it's uh which i'm sure we'll we, we know about and people who are listening have, have have been part of that too you know so but talking Absolutely. about transformations um i think we're going to leave it there for the race and any questions or anything that springs to mind afterwards i'll, I'll certainly let you know but uh we're, we're certainly going to be interviewing john and um and maybe fanny if we can get a hold of her and uh, but before that, we're we're gonna speak to the reigning, newly crowned Scottish cross country short course champion, which is Ben Patricus. So, Ben, gonna, let's take a let's take a bet on this before he goes in. I think it's Patricus. You think it's Patricus? Let's I just think call the whole thing off. Sounds, uh, sounds better, but uh, <laughs> here he comes. I'll I'll, I'll hold on though, eh? Ben, how you doing? How's it going? Right, we, we, well, we've just taken a bet, um, and yeah. please don't be offended by this. How yeah. do you pronounce your surname? Yeah, it's uh, Patricus. Oh, oh <laughs> none yeah. of us got that. Got but... that. <laughs> yeah, how, what were you guys going to say? I was, I went Patricus. Yeah, I said Patricus. Yeah, they're both quite common ones. <laughs> oh, I, oh, sorry. Well, but this well, is good. This is this is your platform to get your name properly pronounced by the Scottish running community. So <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah. I've been a few times about to correct people, but well, uh, is it the most? I guess the the standard you're running at now. And we're going to come to the the form you're in, but the most important is yeah. that we get the likes of um your man who's on the mic at the national cross he needs to get it right so that when you're coming down <laughs> that straight at Falkirk, we can't have someone making yeah. a mess of your name, mate. Nah, I mean, <laughs> you know, 26 years old now, I'm completely used to it. And I quite like this surname, it's unique, you know. So, but, where, uh, tell yeah. us about where you're from, Ben, because mm-hmm. um, even a quick power of 10 shows a, you know, yeah. Woodford Green Essex, ladies, <laughs> great. Yeah. I love that name, the club <laughs> name. And it's for Clyde, of course. That. But yeah. in your accent, is that not who, um, yeah, does that, is that not who Thingy runs for? 
<laughs> the 100k lad, what was, oh, I don't know. so bad. I don't know. Um, well, Root for green, I don't know. No, it's not. I'm, I'm thinking of the 100k champ. What was his name? So bad. Remember uh, two years ago? Yeah, pass, pass. <laughs> ah, sorry, anyway, Ben, anyways. so tell, yeah, us, no tell us about yeah. tell us about you, your background and your entry into athletics. Yeah, so I started off at school. It was when I was like nine years old. So we'd run around like this park and it was like a square park of about 600 metres. And I'd always win it. But my aim was always to try and win before like the second person would come around like the last straight of the square. So... <laughs> Nice. Yeah, we did that a few times, and from there, my mum was it relegated to you know local club, which was Betrivi. So, yeah, nine, oh, ten years old. Ah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, so I went once a week on a Thursday, and it was I had to be I had to be forced to go. I'd say, yeah, I didn't really, I don't know, I just wasn't really that fussed for going to begin with, and I was doing swimming at the time as well. And I was you know enjoying the swimming a bit more, but yeah, it was a bit of a drag to get me there in the first place, and then. From then, yeah, it's uh, still doing it now, you know. <laughs> That's cool, and and you're kind of see so your when I look back at your record, you're really because I'll be honest, your name only really came onto onto our radar in the last I don't know six six to twelve months. But looking back, yeah. you're, you were eight four hundred mm. eight hundred doing a lot of track work in the past. Yeah, I saw when I was younger, I was more doing yeah eight hundred meter training. I quite enjoyed that, and then my coach well, now like the high jump I see as well. Oh yeah, man! <laughs> Did a bit of high jump, long jump, short part. You know, you gotta help the club out, <laughs> get them as many points as you can out of these leagues. You know, really throwing you in everywhere. But yeah, did a bit really as well. That was quite good. And then yeah, my coach like, you know, you've got average speed, so you know we need to work on the endurance a bit more. And then just over the years, you know, you know it is. You get a bit slower at the speed end, and your endurance just gets better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean that. I mean, it, to be in the sport for so long is is mm-hmm. so impressive. Like, yeah, yeah. Nine years old, you started. You're 26 now. Um, I know, man. And, what am I doing? Still like, doing it now? Hey, what's going well, you're on? Well, you're you're a Scottish <laughs> champion now, mate. I mean, you yeah. may have, I don't, you know, that's the, a senior champion at the the at the short course. I mean, yeah, unbelievable last year. And and that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. you're kind of the the one the not the the result that jumped out at me was the the short course relays when you mm. ran an absolute stormer so is that yeah. now are you and obviously so now that's that's 4k are, mm-hmm. you, are you starting to step up through the distances now is that an indication of where you want to go or yeah i think last year i did my first 5k in quite some quite some years yeah i think i ran on the first race of the season so yeah i ran the 5k and went pretty good quite enjoyed it and then this year i decided to do another one but i mean i still even now i still like touch late hundred so I don't know if I'll completely go up to like, the roads. I see yeah. that, yeah, you're still running 150, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a start, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, it. I'm not oh, going, sorry. Uh, no, I was going to say, you broke that, you know, that sub-14 barrier yeah, too this year, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, it was a uh, seven in that race, went under it, and me and Ben McMillan, we both broke it. It was quite cool to see two Bens in the same race oh. go sub-4. Ben Square Day. That's, that's yeah, cool. I mean, can't be that. there's something about. To be fair, there's something about the name Ben and, and running in Scotland. You know, there's there's four of us that are. You know, <laughs> we're not true, bad yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. So Good so problem. like what what um you know, kind of just before we delve into like your your training mm. and and just your upbringing and stuff like mm. what's what's kind of you know what I'm just interested to know like what's kept you in the sport for so long like. 
what's mm. what's the drive for you? Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of enjoy running. I'm quite a big fan of the sport. You know, people yeah. know me. I know lots of random facts. I know a lot of people and all these times. So it's just staying in the sport is just, you know, just trying to just progress yourself as a person too. It's just it's just something extra to do as well. You know, you either go home in the evening, you sit about doing nothing or you go for a run with a few mates, you know. Yeah. Yeah, if you've been yeah. a long day at work, just go for them with some of the mates and, you know, help each other out and yeah. it seems to work fine, you know. And what, what is it you do, like, other than running and your, you know, what's mm-hmm. the other, what's the other joys and interests yeah. and, and, you know, labour in your life? Yeah, well, yeah, I work for, I do a job four hours a week, obviously, and that's the chemistry at university. So uh-huh. I did four years at Harriet Watt and then I did two years abroad in the States. Yeah. And then it was last year I got a job working in a lab quite locally as well so it's quite convenient there right okay okay Illinois the Midwest yeah how, how did you find that experience of training at the in a state college system yeah it's quite different I mean looking back on it now I think it is actually a good way to train when I went over there to begin with I knew it was going to be a lot of mileage and you know a lot of long tempos and I was like like wow it kind of a bit of an eye opener like wow that's what these guys do and you, you do feel like you lose a lot of your speed, but you really improve the aerobic pace. And I think even now, like these years later, it's it's worked. You know, it's it's worked for mm-hmm. me. Nice. Have Have you found um you know like the the change of training? Obviously, you know, doing that aerobic side of things. Like mm-hmm. now, what what is it you do now? Do you like do you still do some of those like longer thresholds and tempos, or do you yeah you know revert back to some of the shorter stuff or is it a mix now or what's that look like uh, it depends on the time of year but yeah like this time of year or well, in november so between like september to december it's like you know a tempo every week and then longer reps the other day of the week and then just easy running in between and you know strides once a week or whatever twice a week just keep on top of that but there's not really any quality at this time of year to be honest in the yeah, past yeah. sort of three months, I've, I've barely broke 30 seconds for 200, you know, it's just, I just, it's just known, I just don't feel the need to run any faster than that right now, so there's no point in, you know, pushing mm-hmm. the speed that much just now. And did you, is this, am I right in saying, looking at your results so far this since the summer, mm-hmm. that you're really on a cross-country focus at the minute? Yeah, I mean, within Brookline as well, it's a, that's from my coach as well, but it's good to sort of, being a club that has a good team environment and you know a challenge yeah. from Meadows, you know a yeah. challenge for the top of the podium at Cumbernauld. But yeah, it's a good time of year to get away from the track and you know you're on the cross country, so you don't necessarily need to worry about how fast you're running. And it's a lot more varied too, mm-hmm. you know, with the courses, the conditions. So you never really know how fast you're running. And and are we likely to see you step up to the eight k, ten k cross? Uh, to be fair, yeah, I've not done Falkirk since 2018, so I'm doing it next year because it does work out. So usually I do, well, yeah, years have gone by, it's either been, I've not been in the country to do it or it's just kind of fallen during indoor season. Mm-hmm. So this this year, gone there, the National Cross on the same weekend as British Indoors, and it was just like, why are they doing something like that? That's annoying, you know, you can't. Yeah, that is ridiculous. And I was, I was included the English cross jumps as well, you know, on the same day as the British indoors. But yeah, this year coming up. Staffed. Yeah, it's daft, but it's what they do. It's on two different weekends. So yeah, I can do national cross. It comes after British indoors. So yeah, nice. I look forward to doing, doing that again. 
And so indoors, you're going to go, what, 3K then? Yeah, try and uh, go sub eight. So that's one of the sort of time barriers. Go Oof. sub eight. I'll yeah. probably do a three k early January. I'll do a three k at British indoors, and I've not really, we've not really decided whether I'll do an eight or fifteen yet either. I guess we'll just decide in the next month or so what mm. other races to do. But there's not really a lot of races indoor in the UK, to be honest. Mm. Not a lot of opportunities. Not a lot of indoor tracks. So you kind of just have to. Uh, yeah, a few, yeah, and set yourself up for outdoors. And how, and how is that now? That experience for you, you're suddenly find yourself. Mm-hmm. You are you. You're the informed guy on the country at the minute. That does that. How does that? I mean, you sound like you strike me as a guy who who can who's got belief in his own running. But how how do you find that now? And that I mean, I look at you. Look at your results since September October, and you've really been beating or anyone gone fast in your course in the in the last few months. Is that changing how you're approaching races? Yeah. Uh, no, not really. I mean, I guess you can almost say like that is kind of the cross season over now. So, I mean, I've got Liverpool, but in terms of like, domestic run until uh, okay. February now, like, I guess I've kind of ended it. So, okay, fair with, enough. Don't have to worry. <laughs> but yeah. no, going into short course, I mean, me and Chris Jones ran the fastest time of the day at Cumbernauld. I knew he wasn't uh-huh. doing it because he was abroad. So, I was like, well, I guess it is kind of, you know, I'm kind of the favourite, but I mean, Everyone's going to be favourite for when if, you know every race there is going to be favourite, so there's no point in worrying about it because mm-hmm. there's so many people in these positions. So just treat it as a normal race. And how did it go oh, down that yeah. race? Yeah, so I went off. Uh, I thought, well, I'm always going to put myself near the front. And after like a minute or so, I was in third, and there was two other guys in front. But after that, I kind of felt like everyone was just sitting on me, and it was then I was like, okay, maybe they expect me to do something. You know, to make the moves or, to, you know, run in the wind and they're going to let me do all the hard work. But, yeah, I just sat pretty close to the front. The conditions were quite good. It wasn't windy, so it didn't really affect anything. I just think I just sat in second for pretty much the whole first lap. And then going to the second lap, you go up a little hill and you get onto, like, flat ground again. So when I got top of that hill, I, I pushed a little bit just to sort of tire everyone else up behind me. And then they caught back up again because I sort of, slowed down a little bit and about a kilometre to go I just sort of kicked hard and then just kind of just kept on going to the finish but so when you're in the front there and you don't know who's behind you and you hear other coaches and friends shouting for yeah. people behind you you're just like are these guys going to catch me you just you're in prime position to be overtaken you know you just yeah. feel like the hunted one and even yeah. the last like 100 metres there I know I was looking back and I could see a yellow vest and I know Tom oh. and Ben are good finishers so I was like you know they could come past me here so I just can't, I can't let them come past, you know, I've got to just keep this form, the speed going to the end because I've, you know, I've pretty much nailed it now, so I can't just ruin it, you can say, you know, lose it. Yeah. Yeah. And think about that Kirkcaldy course, is that like, is it still go to the bottom, that is that like a bottom playing field, you go around the bottom of it, and then before mm-hmm. you come back to the finishing straight, so you've got the crowds build up quite, it gets quite noisy a good few hundred metres before the finish. So it's yeah. like, uh, and if you've got two yellow vests, that's the last thing anyone wants to see oh, is no. a yellow vest in Scotland coming at you. <laughs> I know. Especially like, I mean, it's such a, a big race as well. You know, it's not just like a track race. That you've got like five yeah, or six runners. Exactly. You've got like hundreds of people behind you. And there's so, you know, it's only like, well, it's only 4K, isn't it? So yeah. you've hardly got any chance to to have a breath. Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel when you finish these races? Like, you know, describe the the mental you know just the intensity 
from a mindset perspective as well as like a physical one. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the West relays and national relays actually hurt more for me. Yeah, okay. I crossed the line at both of them, and I just like I straight hit the deck. I was like, that was hard. <laughs> like try catch these guys in front, you know, push yourself harder. But I came through the line there as well. Uh, and I was like, that does still hurt, you know, like it yeah, wasn't yeah. easy at all. I was looking back and I was like, yeah, you know, that was pretty close in the end. But yeah, I finished and yeah, I was really happy to be honest. Uh, the goal going into it was to win and when you execute a race, you know, well, then you got to be happy with that. And then hearing, you know, me and the other Inverclyde boys getting a team silver too. Oh, you know, no, that's, that's Sam the best. between the central lads, yeah. <laughs> On the podium, yeah, I know. <laughs> Michael Wright and his two boys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Nah, I got on with the guys too. I got on, on with the guys well. So it was yeah. good to shake hands with them and they're good runners. But yeah, we've got Team Silver too. So it's good to share that with them. I mean, that was the best we we're going to get on that day. Even if, even if Andy Douglas away, I think it didn't make a difference. You know, we're still going to get Silver whether he was there or not. Yeah, so it's yeah. good to share that with those guys too. One thing I'm intrigued. Mm. One thing I'm intrigued about is, um, you know, you you talk a, you talk a lot about just the team environment, and um, you, yeah. know, you go to, you know, when you're not working and you're you're coming back, you go into the club mm-hmm. and you train with with the lads or or the lasses. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, I, you know, what's what what do you do you think that makes a, an impact on your training um or do you think it's mm-hmm. down to just going out for runs yourself or you know what's what's that sort of training um kind of community so, like for you yeah yeah so this time of year i would do on a Tuesday a longer tempo i'd go to into edinburgh the meadows because <clears throat> mark my coach he is in, like close contact with edinburgh uni yeah, and yeah, he sets yeah. the schedules for quite a few of those guys, and they have like similar a similar session to me on that Tuesday. So I'd go in, do a long tempo with them, you know, twenty five to forty minutes depending on the week, and it's yeah. good. You is, just that just the, is that just the the town in the meadows? Right? Yeah, I mean you run around that place. You try to dodge people left, right, and centre. People on bikes <laughs> and everything. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. Middle, it's not great. Run past thousands, thousands of people. Yeah. I mean, it's good you, you have people to run with, but when it's a winter, like, where else can you run? You can't exactly run around cramming, it's too dark, so it kind of yeah. has to be there. And, yeah, you've just been careful not to get knocked out by a bike, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Tell yeah. you, the get out of the way when they see you guys coming. Jesus, it's Yeah, I know. Try and keep it with them. Yeah. But, so what about the rest yeah. of the week? Yeah, so Thursday I go... So 11 and 5, so on Thursday I drive to Petrivia and I sort of do a lighter session with Steve Dogg's guys there. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So that would be like, you know, a 10 minute tempo, some strides on the end. So just a sort of top up session, just keeping the legs uh, turn over on the track. And then Saturday would be a grass session. So that would, again, it'd either be, did one, did one grass session with Steve Dogg's guys, that was a week before short course so like mark and steve they got on well together we linked up with the session there and went out to kirkcaldy the short course was held and got a good session around there nice. and then and other saturdays shortcuts, eh? yeah <laughs> and uh you know where the find it where the mud is where the sharp turns yeah. are where it's easy where it's hard yeah so what would a what would a cross-country session look like for you these days 
Yeah, so it'll just be like 30 minutes of total volume split mm-hmm. up into reps of anywhere between seven minutes to two minutes or even varied uh, mm-hmm. time of intervals throughout the session. So Saturday there, I did two sets of, no, I did two fives, two fours, two threes, two twos, two ones, so in minutes, so that adds up to 30 minutes. Nice. The week before, Kakadi uh, was five by one minute, three by seven minutes, five by one minute. So again, it's just, you know, 30 minutes of volume and you're more just going off effort between 10k to 3k mm-hmm. effort like maybe you're starting off in the longer reps at 10k effort and you're working down towards sort of 3k effort mm-hmm. so yeah it's pretty simple to be honest nice yeah and then the rest of the the training's built within easy runs i take it <laughs> yeah 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 so one yeah one monday wednesday friday is a sort of typical 45 to an hour and then sunday can be an 90 minutes to 105 minutes so okay. yeah just run to time i prefer running to time over nice. miles or kilometers too because if you're tired one day you can just run a bit slow you're still gonna run for the same amount of time versus if you're on the same distance you might end up run for five ten minutes extra more which if you're yeah, tired yeah. you know doesn't yeah always gonna make sense I, I like running by by duration these days it used to be miles yeah. but i can't hit it as much as quick as it used uh-huh. to yeah, yeah that's it yeah don't make it don't make it too hard i know no, so moving but, moving forward mm-hmm. then, what's the where does what does Ben Petrikas of 2023, 2024, 2025 look like and beyond in terms of the the event, the distances you're shooting for, mm-hmm. the events you've got ambition for? What what does that look like? Yeah, so I have time goals. I mean, I've broken two of them already. So I'd like to break 150 and 800. I mean, it's going to get harder Oof. every year. Close 152, 150, 24. You've run. Yeah, last year was one. Last year was 150.27, so you know, maybe we'll get it, maybe we won't. But, <laughs> uh, maybe sub 340, sub 4 of God. I'd like to get sub 8 and the 3K, and I've got sub 14. So next year, try and get them. Maybe do a road 10K. Nice. Maybe late this year, maybe next year, you know, obviously mm. sub 30 is a pretty common goal. And then I'll just be in kind of championship races, just, you know, going to British champs, maybe try and make more finals in British champs, maybe win some more Scottish medals, Scottish titles. It'd be pretty cool to win Falkirk, to be fair. Maybe not Nice. next year, or maybe you know, maybe it's in a few years' time, but win National Cross, that's, pretty, that's quite a prestigious event. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, maybe one day, you know, I'd just try and... Do a marathon, I think. Oh, straight for that. up, I love it. Oh, look at that, eh? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know. Like, I feel like... There's a finite number of marathons you can do in your lifetime, and I think the peak would be in your 30s. So maybe yeah. when I'm in my 30s, I'll try and go sub 220. So you're saying that, that's the time barrier. You're saying that to a couple of 36 year olds who are still hoping that we've got PBs in us. Oh, like, sub 220, yeah. and I still told me. Yeah, well, um, sub 230 <laughs> would be the goal for me. But yeah, we've got, we're still, yeah, yeah you've got loads of time, mate. You've literally got a decade, so I wouldn't stress yes. that. Exactly, exactly. Plenty of time. I don't want to move up to the marathon too soon. Not that I plan to, but. I don't feel the rush to move up too quickly. I think it's yeah. amazing, like, you know, looking at your longevity in the sport so far and mm-hmm. the fact that you're able to start snipping those times down at the age of 26 is is brilliant, especially in the shorter distances, like, you know, getting that, yeah. that sub-14, you know, the yeah, short yeah, course. I, mean, that's I don't brilliant. think it's, un- yeah, it's not uncommon. I mean, you see yeah. Whiteman this year, you know, like... Yeah, he's 28 and he's ran PBs in the 800 and the 15 and the mile. Same with you know Neil Gurley, he's a year older than me, and you know, yeah, it's yeah, 
still running PBs, and these guys are older than me. You know, you guys might still have some PBs left. Oh, <laughs> well, I know. Well, it's taken, I mean, what, two? Between us both, four kids later, eh? Well, uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get, get them that, that's why I do ultra running now, Ben, because if yeah. I was fast, I can I can just go longer, but even then I'm struggling mm-hmm. now. So, mm-hmm. um, But, uh, yeah, I'll maybe see an ultra after you, you break your sub-220 as well. At least, so. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, while we're talking... Time. While we're talking about times, it would be usually yeah. be the penultimate question. We'd ask. We're going to move to fartlek questions in a minute, but while yeah. we're on times, yeah. we've got to ask you. You've oh, strained 100%. in the state, so I suspect you, there's an outside chance you may have done beer mile. Mm. Have yeah, you ever done no, a beer I've... mile? And if you have or haven't, what would what do you think a realistic time you, yeah. you could run would be? I've not done a beer mile, but I've done a chunder mile. Oh, okay, so good. You know, I like yeah. it. You, you, you know the difference. You got to do it. You got to do it properly. You know. What so I mean? what did you run no... a chunder mile in? Yeah, I did it in nine forty or something, nine and a half. I was under ten minutes, which I was pretty happy with, but it's pretty yeah, average. Right, but it's just not great, you know. So I'm gonna I'm putting you on the list now, the the TRS list. Yeah. You're going at nine. You're going at let's put you at nine fifty. Ben McMillan. That's what I've ran. I ran nine fifty. Oh, you ran nine fifty. So yeah, what do you yeah. think? What do you think Ben McMillan thought he could run? No, I heard that he said like sub seven or something did he not Aye, he, he said high sixes so we've got him in at 659 so yeah. that, that's aspirational that's not a real one I know. we need a ben we need a ben squared beer mile off exactly <laughs> yeah look <laughs> yeah it'd, it'd be pretty fun to be fair you, you could, i don't know what he's like at drinking no so you're you, getting you an asterisk get... against your name because we've got certain names that are real real times like this the boys sure. who came on a couple weeks ago have run 522 which is yeah ridiculous and then we've got we have the, legit the done that for a beer mile right that was yeah that? they actually did that yeah. yeah yeah that's really impressive is that chris russell and that's right race? yeah chris, that's yeah. right yeah damn yeah that's that's very good i mean running a 520 mile alone never mind four drinks and just <laughs> damn fast <laughs> exactly four drinks no chunder yeah but i don't know what would i do i mean got you down that. what would be the conversion rate from a chunder mile to a beer mile i don't know maybe a minute I think a minute. I mean, it's the volume difference is quite a lot. Yeah. The amount of times you're chundering, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would time say wasted you... there. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah so. I would say at I least a minute. Yeah, we'll go like eight and a half minutes then. Nice. You won't make nice. the team. We'll put eight and a half yeah. aspirational. I like you know, it. You're like the, the, the yeah. Scottish champion, but you won't make the beer mile team. Nah, no chance. <laughs> Not after running 520. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what have you guys pretty good at it? I'm pretty good. Uh, at it. No, <laughs> yeah. I used to be again, like my running six fifty. Yeah. Kyle lives in the past. That's what it is. <laughs> I do. I'm a at least, yeah. although in your defence, Kyle, at least you've got old glories. Some of us have just not got any old <laughs> glories either. Yeah. <laughs> I pretend but, that nothing like what Ben's got in running terms. But yeah. Uh, yeah. well, just before you go, Ben, we're um, mm-hmm. we're just gonna rattle off some some fartlek questions. It can be as short or as long as you like, just like fartlek. Yeah, um, sure. So. Tommy, do you want to, you haven't got a glass, you've got, Tommy just keeps taking his glasses on and off, I've got no idea why. I've, well, but, I put them uh, on because uh, I've got, my laptop is like, I've got a camera got, here on this monitor, laptop there with the beer mm, mile stuff. So I've um, got them off just now, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll the first question. What's your favourite running shoe? So actually, I wore a new pair of running shoes today, so yesterday I went to the shop, was it right, didn't get a new pair. So that was Nike Pegasus 37s, I've been wearing Nike Pegs for quite a few years now. Oh, so. really? Oh. Just I don't know. You just go to the next store and you just look about and you're like, yeah, these are these are not bad. They're pretty 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 good price and they fit yeah. me well. So the, the good for easy runs. runs. Uh, oh sorry. Yeah. The the yeah. outlets. 
You get yeah, me for like yeah. thirty quid sometimes if you. If you yeah, I mean, the one, yes, the one yesterday was more than double, so I don't know. Things are going up in price, right? Oh what? Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, for easy run, just like night Pegasus and then you know where it is for track. You know, it's pretty obvious that answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, what is your pre-race meal? I guess it depends on the time of day you're racing. I can sometimes struggle to eat day of a race as well. I mean, in the morning, just be like a big, a big granola or whatever, you know, just some coffee. If it was a late race in the evening, then it'd probably be a big lunch. So I know if I was going to like, usually I'd race in Manchester, so I'd always stop off at the same service station or whatever. And we'll just get lasagna and chips. It was just, uh, <laughs> you're paying like 10 pounds at the service nice. station for these lasagna and chips. So... I mean, yeah, it's worked not too bad. So I say lasagna and chips. Yes. Nice, like nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, short course cross country or track? Uh, oh, track, yeah. Oh, I've, track. To be fair, I've got one for you guys. What is the more of a, of a prestigious race to win? Short course cross country or the Scottish Road Champs at Silvernose? Oh. I would say short course cross. Yeah. Yeah, I would I say think... the short course, yeah. yeah. It's like, like roads roads like there's so many distances on the road whereas cross country is like cross country mm-hmm. your heart you, you know like it's tough yeah it's, like everyone does cross country you know, yeah like, everyone comes together for like i mean you look at who you beat ben like the, the, the runners behind you like are from various backgrounds uh, yeah exactly i i think uh you know sack off the road stick to the dubs so i, I mean say. i'm a big fan i think the national <laughs> sure. the national road 5k at Silvernows is a massive title but yeah. yeah I think that you're I think the short course is uh would be is a bigger deal yeah fair enough yeah that's a few mates that yeah what's <laughs> <laughs> sure you would say are they like ah my 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 title's better than your title uh, some of them are saying road races yeah but others say crossovers yeah a bit yeah. of a mixed bag yeah if if, T, if TRSA cross country that's that's that's, <laughs> that's the, the final answer, answer isn't it <laughs> who is who Ben is your running hero? Eh, uh, at, at the moment, yeah, it's probably the man Jakob Ingebrigtsen, you know. Nice. Yeah, nice. big fan of the Ingebrigtsens. Watched all the documentaries on YouTube. Yeah, nice. I like them. And this is so. So if we, I think you've already answered that actually. But to di- deep dive into that one, who's your favourite Ingebrigtsen? In fact, which if you could go for a run then a pint with one Ingebrigtsen, who which Ingebrigtsen would it be? I'd probably have to be the oldest one, Henrik, to be honest. Or oh, um, maybe maybe the dad. The dad seems like a bit of a nutter himself. So maybe get some funny stories out of him. Oh, nice. yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're used to watch their videos, eh? Just, yeah, it's good, yeah. They're just mad. Like, oh, amazing. Different gravy, those boys. It inspires you as well, you know, if you're feeling a bit bit tired one day and you can't bother going for your run yet was watch one of them you're like mm. yeah okay let's go out and run now you know yeah let's do it yeah. yeah 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 talking about that what's like your your favorite sort of training session yeah uh i don't know i say it can be either something like quite race specific so maybe a week 10 days out from our ratio you know you'll do a session that's quite similar pace and effort to a race so oh, i think that's okay. pretty good yeah. Or, you know, when I was in America, to be fair, I really like 10 mile temples as well. Like you and, you know, six, seven, eight other guys just knocking out these long temples on these trails just with the boys. That was that was really good as well. 
Oh, nice. So I say either yeah, long tempo or some shorter, faster stuff. I race mm. pace, so I like it. I guess nice. that's kind of yeah, two answers, but it'd be them, yeah. And yeah. if you could have, you've only got one more race you can do in your career. You go into it in great shape, but you can only do one more race. What would it be? Is this just one race of choice, or just one you'd have to qualify for? Uh, you could choose to go. So if you want to sell it, yeah, you can choose to go straight to a final if you want. All right, I've got an Olympic final, right? Nice. Oh, that's cool. I like it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's cool. If, I mean, if Jake can do it, one of the Bens can do it. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe yeah. maybe us and the three of the Bens can uh, do a four <laughs> by one mile record, uh, four <laughs> by one mile relay. You know. Oh, that would be a good record. Break the Ben record. The world can bite. That's what yeah. we want to see. We want to see multiple Bens in the next Scotland Commonwealth <laughs> or British uh, Olympic squad. That's that's what we want to see. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Eh? Brilliant. Uh, well, well, uh, Ben, it's been awesome to chat to you and to meet yeah. you. And, like, in very good, yeah. Anyway, and, uh, sure thing, you know, yeah. We'll, we hope to see you, like, you know, in real time at some point mm-hmm. when yeah. Tommy Ball and I cooked. get our, get our yeah, shoes on. Yeah, will you guys on. be uh, there? Yes, yeah, we will. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you get those, uh, we'll get, get you a pair of tartan running shorts you can represent yeah. when you're doing your sub four minute mile yes. as well. So, uh, that'd be class. Yeah. Or your eight thirty beer mile, whichever uh, that you end up doing first. Yeah, maybe the eight thirty beer mile that'd be pretty good. One nice yeah. Well, yeah. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, thanks, buddy. All yeah, the best. Dude. Hopefully see you soon. Bye. Cheers, thanks, man. Bye. Catch you later. Fantastic! What a lad! What a great uh, a great lad to get on the show. Well done, Kyle. Oh, I, I, I didn't do anything. I didn't win the national cross country champs. I just asked him <laughs> to come on. <laughs> no, we've uh, it, yeah, he's it, it's it's cool. Like you know, speaking to you know, it's not op- often we get the opportunity to speak to people that we you know who are doing various races and runs and challenges mm. and getting them on the show is one of my highlights. Other than talking to Tommy every every week uh and until we need a, a big break uh because we're sick of the sight of each other but um no we've got a few really good athletes and in runners not just really good just you know people have got a story to tell um in, in some shape or form so yeah keep your keep your ears tuned in folks and um you'll you'll no doubt get get some and, and glean some amazing uh you know words of wisdom as well from them so but you know uh, what, Kyle? So what I did when we did, I say a lot of things on this. Show. We both say a lot of things on the show that we should do and we never do. We do. I finally delivered on something. We a lot I finally, of we say. well, yeah, we do that. But I finally delivered on something. So when we had Mike Raffin on, I said, you know what? I'm going to start actually taking note of the beer mill times. And ever since then, every interview we've done, I've added them to the sheet, which is actually on. I, if you ever want to check it, it's in our shared drive. I'm going to at that. some stage I will I go back through old. Tips. No, no, it's I've got it in front of me. I need to go back. Uh, in fact, I'm going, to, I'm going to share my screen to Kyle just so we can see it. This is not good podcasting. But there you go. There is the there is the TRS beer mile list, which is now, uh, which is now, no, it's in timeline. But yeah, so that's, it's coming together. Like six so, people on it. Yeah, no, but we've only had six interviews since then. <laughs> Steady on, mate. So ah, okay. the challenge oh, yeah. for, the challenge for both of us is to listen back and start populating it back for the, so that, and actually maybe we'll even one day publish it on the, TRS website or on our social media so that listeners can can see it and uh, call out bullshit accordingly. Why? Why? I tell you what. Why don't we request the listeners to listen back? 
and then just send them in for us and then we we can save our save our souls that's true yeah you really want to be good yourself 184 times no No. definitely 100 percent not what do you know talking about that i listened back to um i think it was episode 45 but Why you know 45? Uh, what was uh, that one? <laughs> I think it was, uh, well, it was the rant of the year. <laughs> oh, that's a classic one. Yeah. That is I a classic some, episode, listeners. Uh, if you're a new you know, listener and you've joined sat- in the last six months, let's say the last year, and you've not backdated yourself, episode yeah. 45 is worth yeah. a listen. Do you know what? I'm going to, at this point, uh, we're 54 minutes in, I'm going to insert part of that into this show right now. Well, anyway, let's let's get to a, a, a cracking rant from. Uh, I've got to say, the the rant the rants from Findlay Findlay. Now, why is that? Is that your name, Findlay? Findlay Findlay. Why would you call your? <laughs> you could call your son Greg Greg. <laughs> Sorry, Findlay, but come on, like you know, my rant is you need to change your name. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is terrible. I mean, I... Why would you call you Finley Finley? Like Kyle I, Tom Tom? I don't, Tom Tom. There was a, there was a guy at my school called Thomas Thompson, which was, I thought. Well, I mean, eat, look at Donnie McDonald. Donnie McDonald. That is. Donnie McDonald's, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, sorry, Finley. I'm only pulling your leg. So, Finley's from Goscube Harriers. I, I noticed all the ranters <laughs> start, have now started putting their club names yeah. next. I know it's that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> anyway, his rant. I like this. I think this is a great rant. It is so a great I'll, one. I'll read it out for you. Why the hell do short make? Sorry, I'll read that again. Why the hell do shorts makers use any color other than black for the inner lining? I've got a perfectly good pair of light <laughs> gray shorts with a neon yellow inner lining with a gusset. That my wife would let me hug them out. <laughs> Finley, that is the best <laughs> rant we've had. I read it. I, I read it briefly, this, but I, when you read it, like, Jesus. My first reaction is, I think he's spot on. Why wouldn't they just wear? I mean, I can just imagine his wife hanging up these shorts that is just discolored. <laughs> oh, at least, at least you've got the gusset silver. My gusset's gone. <laughs> The line in the mind's just got holes all over. <laughs> oh dear! And also, it's a, fair, it's a very fair point. Black would be good. Just make it in brown. <laughs> oh Jesus! My tattered running shorts—they're uh, they're white. Well, they're yellow now. <laughs> but I know. Do you know what? Maybe that, I know exactly where it's coming from. It's just. <laughs> I don't even know what I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Enjoy the show, thanks guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god. If anyone can beat that man, honestly um, you'll get a free pair of tartan running shorts of a Yes. <laughs> With a black liner. With a black liner. Jeez, uh, oh, I'm, I'm sweating. So oh. for those who did, yeah, so for those who didn't hear it, it is a case of <laughs> yeah. oh dear. Finley oh. has a pair of perfectly good night race shorts that have a neon yellow inner lining. The gusset is now. 
Oh, I'm gonna cut that. Back. I can't do that again. I'm not gonna try me it again. Oh, just keep it. It's fine. Oh. Anyway, we, I can't really say anything about it other than what you said. You know, Finley, Finley. <laughs> just... Maybe it's right. a, maybe maybe he didn't want to admit that those are his shorts. That's why he's giving us a fake name. Exactly. Yeah, Anon. Right. Uh, okay. Finley, you've you've broken the TRS. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Anyway, Kyle, let's move on. Um, what else have we got this week? I'll so, tell you what else we've got we, this we week, We don't Kyle. really have much else other than to, you know, you've got something to tell the listeners, folks. So, so I'm currently, a, I'm showing Kyle something on camera. He's got a three-figure number, uh, he's, got, he's got a three-figure number there, folks. What do you think it is? And I'm going to give you five seconds to, to decide or to get the answer right. I am 100. Now... Anyone get it yet? Park runner. 100 park runners. Park runs, folks. Give this boy a clap. Give this boy so, a pat on the back. Do you know what? People, the, I said at the start of the year, and, the, and you know, I'm someone who, I'm, I think it doesn't matter what your goals are. They can be lofty or not lofty. In this case, it wasn't that lofty a goal, but I said I wouldn't, I quite, I wanted to get to 100 park runs. And I was on something like 65 at the start of the year. And no, it can't be that. It was 68. I think I've done 32. So, uh, I got twice. Firstly, in Paris, I got like 14 out of 16 weeks. And then recently, I've gone on an absolute run as well. So, yeah, I hit 100 partners last week, which was... Baz. And where did you do it? Where did you do... Because I looked at Hazelhead and I couldn't see you. I did it at Hazelhead two weeks ago. Oh, so it was two weeks ago, ago yeah. So actually, it was ah. really cool. So, yeah, so I've... Uh, as some long-term listeners will know, I also... I've edged my dad to it. I was going to ask the question. So, Nick... Oh. He uh, he sat on ninety nine as we speak. Oh, big so, Nick won't be happy. Like we couldn't. The sad thing is we couldn't. We did one. We did my ninety ninth and his ninety eighth together, but we couldn't line up calendars to to meet up for the hundred. No, so anyway, I've, I've gone and done want, it. You just didn't want to line up. I, exactly, I was calendars. desperate to win. Yeah, don't tell him that. <laughs> well, so yeah, so that I was I was quite pleased to get it because it's kind of it feels like a bit of a monkey off my back. I really like doing. I love part run, and you don't do a hundred part runs without without not really loving it. And I've done a few without a barcode, so I've probably done about hundred and a five or something but actually i feel like i'm, I'm quite relieved that i've done it because now i will continue to do parkrun but i will probably go back to doing some more sessions on a saturday um but it's cool i'm really i think it's a really it's it's just a nice uh it's a great it's a great event I'm, I'm, I'm a huge huge fan of parkrun people slate it but you can do whatever you you can do so much at it. i've done sessions at parkrun i've done easy runs at parkrun I need to do, I need to volunteer more. I've only volunteered like three times, which is maybe not a great re- ratio when you get to hundred. But yeah, I think it's brilliant park run. Um, and it's, it's just it's cool. It is. I think it's a motivating tool to get out in the mornings at the weekend, where you know, generally speaking, people have got more time. You know, unless you're working now, you've got you know you're unable to look after the kids. But um, you know, I've been doing a couple of park runs as I mentioned uh, in the past. You know, various paces and. Um, efforts and, and, and reasons for doing it uh, and you know the last time I did the park one with, with uh, Gary you know Gary oh yeah um, but Gary Moe Ga- Gary's a man of many park he's about, runs he's, he's about thousands done, isn't he? He's, all, he's done over 200 park runs like you know he's he's, he's aiming for his 250 very soon um, and uh, he, he never he hasn't done Ellen and that's our kind of like the one that we like to do because it's not too it's not the fastest but it's not the slowest and you know we've got the brew dog which we tend to go in for for lunch uh, or for brunch and, and after the race but or the run 
But what I tend to do with park runs is I like to do the, the 5K and do something afterwards. So it's like a, you know, genuinely a, a full session. So I, I time trialed it a, a week and a bit ago and, and got 16.05. And See that? It was hard. It was For so your 30th hard. park run. Was it my 30th, was it? Yeah, it was your 30th, yeah. I think I've done about sixty. I just well, Debbie's done. Fi- Debbie, I've got the stats for coming. Debbie's done fifty-eight. Is she? Yeah, she should get. A fi- yeah, so you 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 must have done a, a bit more than that. Yeah, well, well, no, it was it was good. Um, like I, I was gagging by the end of it though, just because of it, it was just so it was cold. But I was going trying to really really push under that sub sixteen oh five. That's 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 moving, mate. That's that's uh that's that's good going. It was hard though, like you know, it wasn't an easy sixteen minutes. You know, it used to feel easier back. Sixteen oh five is not. It'll be a while, It'll be a long time since sixteen oh five felt easy for you. I mean, it, that's not. Ha- that's I, no disrespect. Sixteen oh five is shifting. No, I, I was really happy with that. I was delighted with that sixteen oh five. You know, it, it's it's a step in the right direction. Let's put it that way. And you know what's interesting about park run, and so you. It struck me about th- what, three, four weeks ago when I did my 99th. Um, all of the recently I've been at Hazelhead. Um, and there's a bo- another boy from our club was there, uh, Craig Beatty, who is, and I knew Craig was in reasonable shape, right? And I thought, yeah. uh, I can sort of hopefully hang on to him. But I love it. The start, the briefing at the start, say, remember, this is not a run, not a race. And it <laughs> went through my mind at like at about 3K when he started pulling away from me. And I was like, I, I want to beat this guy. I want to stay with him. Spoiler, I didn't. <laughs> but you know, that's like the there's. I think that I that would be my only thing about parkrun is I know it's like it's a run not a race and that's great that it attracts people, but it shouldn't be ashamed to to push the fact that it's also a foot race. It's uh, a result yeah. sheet. If there's yeah. a result sheet for me, it's a competition. Yeah, and there's result. And yeah, results in position. That's exactly that's you've gone, isn't it? I mean, so. you, okay, you don't win it your first finisher and all that nonsense, but. At the end of the day, it is you can be racing yourself, you can be racing the clock, you can be racing someone else, but that's the only thing about partner. They, they shouldn't shy away from that, I don't think. But um, anyway, really cool. So I was chuffed to get that. Now you're going to probably see me get back to some more sessions on the weekend. But also, it's just been, as you say, it's really good to know that you can, you're guaranteed to get, not guaranteed because you don't know who'll turn up, but I've, I've found going to Hazelhead, there's enough boys, there's some guy, I mean, even you know, local guys to me, Paul Knight is a, a mate of the club who's running really well. He's at Hazelhead a lot. You've got uh, Razor Gromley, I was telling you about, saw him a few weeks ago. So you know that, I know that there's a good chance I'm going to get a, I'm going to get pushed by someone. And I like that. I like yeah. knowing, I'm not going to go out and just do a tempo on my own. Yeah, that's got a time and a place. When you're not, for me, when I'm not really in deep training, it just serves a really good purpose. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I like that too. You know, and, and, and I don't think, I think back in the day you would be, for me, I, I I prefer to be running in a group and to be like I think it's also when you're doing training sessions together in a group. I think it's really good and yeah, it, it definitely, it definitely motivates is. you and it can pull you along as well. Um, but uh, but talking about that, I was I also did another, I did my night race, my 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 monthly night race last week as well. I oh yeah, to tell you about that. The fair night night race or something. Um, I did. I I not, well, I suppose it's a race, <laughs> not a park run. So. Uh, I I was I went the wrong way at the start. Eh? <laughs> Did you? Doing the race the month before. <laughs> Everyone, uh, I had your man um, Dino Rossi. Dino was there, so uh, he he was like, "Kyle, you're going the wrong way." He's never done the race before, so even he mm. knew not to go that way. So, uh, but now it was it was good. And again, 
the reason for doing that wasn't just about the wind. It was just about it's seven o'clock start. I've got, I, you know, I, I live in the sticks, folks. Like, there's not the opportunity to go to the club and and train. Uh, it, it would basically be a whole night for me to go ASV and back for 45 minutes of running, which is, uh, you know, not not where I'm at right now. Do you know what I'm gonna on on the notes of training because this is something that's but since since having two small humans to look after and having that famous witching hour of like between five and like six, especially they're going mental. So I feel. I feel guilty, or particularly after six, I don't really want to just disappear on Fiona during that period. I noticed on Strava, the guys I know at Central, they must train at like half seven, like seven, and I really like that. And I'm kind of now quite envious that our club is like, I mean, some of our sessions are at six, which I find far too quite sharp. Early, isn't would, it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I think everyone wants to get their session done and go home. I'm, I'd be interested to hear from clubs across the country. Let us know what time is your club session at? Because I'm all, if someone said, oh, it's, like seven o'clock, seven thirty. Now I'm thinking that would be a spot on. Yeah. Early, yeah. Di- early little. Have a bit of toast or something early evening. Sort out the kids, then I can go to training when everything's calm. Not during that. Not just yeah. during that yeah. mental period. It's a hard time, and and you've also got to admit, like, it's 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 a it's it's not a job. Maybe I don't know. Many many years ago, it was a job for the the mother, or you know, it's not. It's a job for everyone to you know look after the kids it's it's uh we're in this you know far more modern society where we can you know everyone has a responsibility to to you know look after the children it's and it was like that you know like yeah uh, but for me anyway like i enjoy t- putting them to bed and they can take blooming ages you know but there's Absolutely. no way there's no way it would, if, if it was six o'clock it wouldn't be fair for me to leave debbie every week to go you know, to go to the session. I just think that's not fair. <laughs> but speaking of not fair, I can hear a child absolutely melting down downstairs. Well, so I'm, 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 I'm going to have to the set the 10-minute timer. But in terms of race results, moving away from me running part runs, and I'm again, I'm getting faster though as well. I should say that. I'm 100. Oh, yeah, yeah. 1734 at Hazelhead. Starting oh. at, I remember I was, so I took another four seconds off the the comeback time. So I feel in reasonable shape. Um yeah. And I did. Uh, I got a nice hill session on Saturday, which was good. All heading towards the East District Cross, which I've entered. And on, on the listeners, of December. exactly. So, listeners, if you want to race for your club at the District Champs, get entered now. I believe entries are closing next week, so don't hesitate to email in. There you go, folks. And um, and and what race results have we got? much to chat about race results you know let me what i'll do is let's just recap on the short cross cross country because um we've obviously had ben on and we heard how he got what well, got on but uh i think it's quite maybe important we i think we were we didn't record that week so it's, we should revisit it um yeah so the let me get it up where are we um so it was at Kirkcaldy, it was, it was at Kirkcaldy which is as i mentioned on the interview with him it was a good it's a good uh, a good course that um quite a flat course to be honest but it's uh, it's pretty pretty quick um so on the the men's side it was a win for ben and i'm opening up the results now tom graymar in second place yeah so tom graymar in second place and then central ac and then ben mcmillan uh, also central in third on then- the Women's side, it was a win for TRS Run of the Year, uh, Inverness Harrier, Edinburgh Harry, Megan Keith, 12.35, big run from her, 
Second place, Kirsty Walker, Edinburgh AC in 12.59. And third place, TRS interviewee, uh, Scottish Commonwealth athlete, Jenny Selman of Fife AC in 13.02, which is cool. It was cool. a big win for Megan, like 12.34, like yeah. a clear, I mean, one probably the biggest, well, it is a, one of the biggest winning margins, um, mm. you know, on, on the day. So a great a great run from, from Megan and, you know, clearly is in, in really good shape just now. So, uh yeah, pretty pretty and impressive stuff. So team wise, that set up for Edinburgh Harris for the win on the women's side. Megan, Alice Goodall, Sarah Calver, and Constance Dankerville. Second place was Edinburgh AC, Kirsty Walker, Ben Ansel, Pippa Carcass, and Sarah Brown. And third place, they're always in the medals. Fife AC, Jenny Selman, Sarah Coots, Isla Headley, and Laura Gibson. On the men's results, so yeah, it was 11-12 for the win for Ben. 11.14 for Tom Graham-Marr, just behind him, and third, Ben McMillan, 11.17. So, super tight. What that did on the team's side of the results, when I can scroll to it, was a win for the Yellow Train, Central in first place, with Tom Graham-Marr, Ben McMillan, Hamish Hickey, Cameron Milne. Second place was Inverclyde, with Ben Petrikis, John Bell, Mark Doherty, and Ross Gray. And in third place, Shettleston, Lacanotes, Sid Tahag, Gafari, Christopher McGarity, and Daniel Bradford. Oh, so well done, everyone. Fantastic. And then let's move on to some, uh, you know, slightly warmer climates. Uh, we also had the World Mountain and Trail Running Championships that was taking place in Thailand, and we had uh, no, no less than eleven Scots uh, involved in the the team Team GB, uh, and some phenomenal results uh, from the senior women's team who ran uh, a silver both the uphill only in the classic up and down event uh i think like the conditions were pretty you know pretty testing temperatures reaching only the low well, low 30s and 65 percent humidity so that must have been hugely tough for the the athletes um a lot of the the courses were a mix of technical single track some four-wheel drive tracks um in, in some flat sections as well so really really good event um i think one of the, the sort of top performances from what i see is uh obviously as i said the senior women's team taking a silver in that whole only race um with ollie page and and scout adkin uh the the third and, and first british finishers scout uh took part in two events and she ended up doing the senior women's event uh and ran got the 11th place 11th place in the the uphill only and in the uphill up and down event she was fifth which is phenomenal result from from scout as well um you know just just amazing uh we had also holly page taking part we had naomi lang who had a huge not like a really short notice um taking part she was like uh, I think it was that week she was she was called up. So you know, oh, wow. amazing to 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 come in in twenty fifth place as well. So uh, we had Andy Douglas as well had a great a great run. Uh, he was seventeenth place. We had Ross Gollan twentieth place. Sasha Champlin twenty eighth place. And this was the men's up and down event. Um, the men's uphill place. We had Jack, Jacob Adkin and. You know the former European uphill uh, champion finished in twenty second place. I think he was disappointed with that, but you know nonetheless he's 
you know, just still mixing it up there. Um, Fraser Gilmore had a great run too. Uh, he finished in an excellent tenth place. We we had um, our interview of the show as well. Twice interview, yeah. Chris Jones, who you know is a uh, you know a Welsh lad from from Dundee, Hockhill Harriers, and an amazing run from him in the the ultra the the forty k event, taking a, a fifth place. Um, and helping the GB team take a, a bronze uh, for, for that too. So, yeah, lots of really good performances. And the long-distance event, we had uh, a Scott Ryan Smith and, and Meryl Cooper didn't have the, the result that they wanted to, but um, you know, they finished 39th and 34th, respectively, in that event as well. And perhaps, the, you know, as we said, the, the junior, junior GB women stole the show for the event, taking a gold um, and, and that consisted of uh, Jess Bailey and Rebecca Flaherty. Um, so yeah, lots of really good results. Like amazing, just amazing to take home world medals in the you know, the Mountain and Trail uh, Championship. So well done, uh, everyone involved, including the Scots, um, Angela Mudge and, and Adrian Stott as well as in their team management roles. So there you go, Tommy. Excellent. So Look at that. I'm just I, I didn't even have the. You know, Tommy on screen, and there we have. Look at the wee guy. Is it the wee guy? It is the wee it's guy. It's the wee guy, yeah. It had to disappear yeah. there, but yeah, he's this is TRS debut, isn't it, buddy? Hello, you. Hello, you. So, given all those results, then, Kyle, TRS run of the week, who are you going to go for? That's a, such a hard one. Oh, yeah, you're putting me on the spot here. I, I've got to say, I'm, um, you know, I'm impressed by Scout's p- performance. I think she had nice. a really good performance. Um, I think she might have been disappointed, but I think, you know, at the world stage and the senior stage, I think it's hugely, uh, you know, inspiring to be uh, going to Thailand in your completely alien environment to be doing a, an event, you know, an event like that and performing so highly and position-wise. So. I'm going to say Skype for TRS Runner of the Week, who we will be getting on, by the way. Nice. Um, so so that uh, and that will probably be, will that be the first brother-sister we've had then on the show? It, it may well Scout? be. We might have to look back and, and but I think I think your your kids might be the first, uh, That's, the first brother Well, we've had both, well, I think both the Greg's York. boys have, have been on it, but this That's little man true. is. That's true. Well, well, anyway, well, Tommy's bound, you know, keeping the wee, the wee man happy, happy. Hello. Say hello, Uncle Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I think Scout is a good shout there. Where's his um, hair gone? He's got, you've got, he's got more guy. hair than me. He's got the same hair. He looks either like <laughs> Phil Mitchell or <laughs> Kyle Gregg. All babies look like Kyle Gregg. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm not cute enough. Oh, well, what can you do, eh? Anyway, we're, we're going downhill here, but uh, that's been a good hour and 15 minutes of rambling, uh, and I, I, I hope you've all enjoyed discussion and our rambling and um one thing we forgot to say though is the tartan running shirts are oh restocked are, are restocked um so if anyone would do we have the link ready yet tommy uh no i will do that that's the, it's the page is ready to go i just need to reactivate it so if okay. you go to if you go to tartanrunningshorts.co.uk in the next uh by the time you listen to this yeah i would say but by this coming weekend there should be a, a header that says uh, I think it said tartan shorts or store or something like that. Go in there and all the the details on on which on how to pay us, uh, how to give us your details, 
will be with us. And this time it will be, the, as Kyle says, we are stopped. So we're not looking at a long turnaround in terms of getting you the, the shorts. It'll be a quick, quick one. Just certainly in time for any district champs, hopefully. Look at that then. Brilliant. So anyone who maybe wants them for or before the district champs, you might be able to collect them there too. So uh, there you go. Just go to the Metro Tent and you'll find them. You'll find Metro Tommy Tent, Yeah, exactly. Maybe Kyle. Go to the East, if you're at the East Champs, come and find me because <laughs> I will definitely be running. Kyle is still on the fence about it. But we can talk fence. about that next week. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that. Bully me into it or out of it. Kyle, anyway. actually, no. Are you you, only, you want to wait until the, the... I think the entries are still closed. I mean, as long as... I don't know. I think they will be in, still open next week, so that's fine. <laughs> Look at that, eh? Well, uh, it's been brilliant to chat to you, Tommy, as always, and, and hopefully, um, yeah, we see some of you at one of the races soon, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. So, here it is, Ali McIver. And that's a wrap.